another edition of On the Rise, the flashcast for busy bakers. With me is Agatha Podgorski, the Director of Communications for the Culinary Tourism Alliance. Welcome to the studio. Hi, Naomi. It is great to be here. It is so good to hear your voice. I know that this has been a very trying time for a lot of people in the tourism industry. And food tourism is definitely seeing a new uptick. I'd like to know what do you feel has contributed to the growth of food tourism in Canada? Ooh, starting with the heavy hitters. Well, there's a lot going on and there was a lot going on before um, before the pandemic changed our lives. Um, people started to really want to reconnect with where their food comes from. They wanted their tourism experiences to be more meaningful and for their dollars to be essentially better spent in a community. Um, there was a bigger and bigger rise in terms of sustainable tourism and people really wanting to make sure that their dollars were affecting change, which really changed the way and and, and the opportunities that um, people who focused on local food and food businesses had in the tourism space. Flash forward and the pandemic hit us here uh, around the world, but here in Canada, and people started to really care about where their food comes from and, you know, supporting their neighbors and people they knew in the industry, which again, um, created opportunities. It was also one of the few things you could still kind of do. Restaurants were closed, but you could still, you know, try different things or to take out delivery. Everyone started caring about the hospitality industry in new ways. And so now that we're able to move around a little bit again, it's the first thing that people are doing. It's true. There is a more, you know, a more focused interest in local food and trying to see where people's food has come from. So, how could a bakery kind of link themselves in some way to the food industry to bring in people, not necessarily from uh, outside the border, but even just locally or a, a nearby town to come in and taste the wonders of their area or just their bakery? Well, there's, there's a lot of different things you can do, and it really does depend on your business model. Obviously, partnering in your community with businesses who have a similar mindset is a great idea, um, whether it's working with fruit farmers or grain farmers or perhaps um, local butchers or artisan makers to create something that's really unique to your region. Or maybe it's, you know, starting a little bit of friendly competition. Maybe there's something that's super unique to your area. I mean, some of the more successful trails and experiences in Ontario are things like the Butter tart tour or the apple pie trail, which is essentially a collective of bakers working together around a specific idea, a product, a place to draw people in and, and put their own stamp on it. That's a great idea. I love the idea of tours um, and trails, for instance. The butter tart trail is very popular in Ontario. Um, now, so how could a bakery or a cafe find support to promote their event or to tell people, hey, we're taking a part in the butter tart trail? Well, the first thing you're going to want to do is definitely work with your local tourism board. A lot of food businesses don't consider themselves tourism businesses, which to me is still kind of crazy because there's only one thing that every tourist has in common and does at least three times a day, and that's eat. So food businesses really need to start realizing that they're servicing their community, but they're also servicing visitors. And that visitor could be from the town over, from the neighborhood over, or from the province over um, right now. So working with your tourism board to get the message out and make sure that your participation is leveraged in a, in a big way is, is the first step. Um, and then sharing that on social, right? People gather around specific topics and passions um, in, in online spaces all the time. And, and leveraging that is, is definitely another step. 
for sure. And I thought it was interesting that you noted that not a lot of bakeries consider themselves a tourist destination, but what is a road trip without checking out someplace to get a good sandwich or a nice bite? So, or a butter tart, right? Or a butter I tart. Always stop in to try the local, the local butter tart wherever I am in Ontario, anyway. Um, and when I travel across the country, um, especially when I'm road tripping, I'm always seeking out the best bakery in that town. It, it's true. It's absolutely worth the sticky uh, steering wheel. <laughs> I don't mind. Now, I'm going to ask, how does the Culinary Tourism Alliance bridge the gap between tourism and the food industries? Because as you mentioned, very few bakeries do consider themselves a tourist destination. So what does the Culinary Tourism Alliance do? So we're, we're a not-for-profit um, that does a lot of work in a lot of different spaces, but we focus primarily on education and resource sharing in the space to build those connections. So you know, hosting webinars and workshops and things like that with food businesses to make them realize that they're tourism businesses and connecting them directly with their tourism board. But then also working with tourism boards to help them better work with food businesses on the ground in their communities and making them realize how they're different from attractions or accommodations or other people in the sector. Um, we also do a lot of on the ground promotions specifically for Ontario businesses through our consumer brand, Ontario Culinary. Um, and then we're also running the large largest uh, tourism recovery program in, in marketing program in the province called the Great Taste of Ontario that features over a thousand businesses on 90 passports and encourages people to download and check in at small independent businesses across the province um, for a chance to win some pretty sweet prizes. Now tell us a little bit more about the Great Taste of Ontario because a lot of people are really interested in participating in some way to put their name on the map, both literally and figuratively. For sure. So the Great Taste of Ontario is essentially 90 destination partners from across the province working together. They've each, um, with our help, created a passport that features 15 food businesses. A lot of them, I got to tell you, are really cool bakeries in the province. Um, they've created these digital passports for travelers to download um, as inspiration for what to do and where to eat in their area. And then travelers are encouraged to check in when they actually visit that business. Check-ins can be redeemed for prizes on Ontario made prizes or my favorite part that can be donated to charities focusing on food security so that we're all collectively working towards making food more accessible for the people of Ontario. And where can a bakery connect with the Culinary Tourism Alliance if let's say they have an idea for a festival or an event that's not already somehow mentioned on the uh, trails or on the Great Taste of Ontario? Well, you can definitely check out our website, culinarytourismalliance.com. Um, if you're in Ontario, you can check out ontarioculinary.com for some Ontario-based um, content. Um, but I'm going to tell you, uh, also connect with your local tourism board first, because it's quite possible that they're already working with us. And that trifecta is where magic happens, all three of us working together. Well, I certainly look forward to hearing more about food festivals and food events that are happening, because if anything, Ontario is just a bastion of creativity and culinary talent. Thank you so much for taking time to chat with us. This was Agatha Podgorski, the Director of Communications for the Culinary Tourism Alliance. You have been listening to On the Rise, the flashcast for busy bakers. <laughs>